Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Shintar Higashi Show with Peter Yumi. Today's guest is Eugene Seki. He's my cousin. What's going on, guys? Nice to be here. Yeah, he's my cousin. And we're messing around a little bit with the cameras and stuff. Let me know if you guys like it in the comments and such. Uh, Greg's behind the scenes doing some producing stuff. Peter is just on vacation. He's in Korea for three weeks. That's why we're kind of, you know, we still need to film this stuff. So, right, we're here. Um, the reason why Peter, we're imagining you're, you're right there. Yeah, Peter's, Peter's here with us in spirit. Uh, eating kimchi and stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the reason why I have Eugene on today is because Eugene's a physical therapist. Not only is he a PT, but he's also a, a judo black belt, BJJ blue belt, right? You know so much. You've done competitive sports your whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, today, I really want to talk about prehab. And what sure. does that word mean to you? So prehab in kind of uh, uh, a medical sense, like in the rehab world, prehab would usually be the weeks leading up to a surgery, if you already have like a scheduled surgery coming up, let's mm -hmm. say you tear your ACL yeah. or something, you have surgery coming up in a, in yeah. a month and then you have to kind of restore your range, range of motion, maximize your strength before going in yeah. so that yeah. your outcomes are better. Okay. But in more of a kind of a general kind of like layman's uh, way of describing prehab is just preparing your body for the demands that you have to you have to put it in, so that might just yeah. be regular weightlifting. It might be your uh, addressing your mobility or flexibility concerns, just mm. uh, mitigating your risk for injury, depending on the type of sport or martial art you're doing. Yeah, so we don't want to talk about the medical side. Ah, I'm preparing for a shoulder surgery. We're not talking about that because it's relevant for grapplers or grapple want to prevent injuries. Yeah, you know. So, what are some like core ideas behind that? Not like specific exercises for specific people because you know everyone some people might have knee issues some people might have mobility issues yeah you can't diagnose those guys and tell them to do certain things without serum mm -hmm. but what are some core ideas behind i guess prehab in a way where you're preventing injuries for grappling so this is always a difficult question to answer because prehab for one person might be completely different um uh, to the next person you know yeah. if you're if you come from let's say like a yoga brat background and then you start breaking into in, into mar martial arts. You might have to develop kind of like a baseline of yeah. uh, of strength training and, mm -hmm. and stability because your background before that was all about flexibility and yeah. getting your body into into positions. But when you're doing grappling, yeah. it's a lot more intense. You need to like put on some like some armor into your yeah. in, into your body. But grapple's in, more intense than yoga, and not <laughs> not for you. <laughs> I think we all saw that in the, yeah. in the yoga for judo. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Very immobile. Yeah, like, it's very tight. Yeah, I'm flexible so, in some areas. So, so, someone like you, you've done tons of weightlifting your your entire yeah. life. You might be benefit from doing some more flexibility, mobility work. Yeah. So then, you know, you're throwing someone, or you get your arm cranked in a cer certain way that you've uh, can get your get yourself to those positions. So it's not nice. putting stress in your joints and your ligaments when something gets cranked on. It's nice. All right, so what do you say to the guy that's like, oh, uh, I've never done judo before. Maybe I'll go to the gym and lift and get strong before I come. Or do you think you could just run right into judo training? You can run right into, into judo training, but uh, I think pretty much anybody who's doing any kind of grappling will benefit from doing some kind of work outside of the, the dojo, outside yeah. of just technique training, run, run dory, live, yeah. live rounds, because you should have uh, foundation of of strength and being able to put uh, 
put your body through different different positions and be able to handle it. So what's like a prescriptive thing that you may say to somebody? Like, all right, how can I prevent injury while doing judo? Let's just say average Joe kind of does like a nine to five, you know, sit to the computer most of the day or has a regular day job. They're not training all day and night. Yeah. You know, uh, what would you say to that guy coming in? Like, how can he prevent injury? So there's there's a lot of different categories we can we can go. I would say s- step one is just having a, a baseline of, of strength and doing normal movements that don't require a ton of ton of technique just to build leg strength, core strength, upper upper body strength, yeah. kind of the normal stuff that uh, you would do in, in a in a gym or like your first uh, first program with like a regular mm-hmm. personal trainer doing your s- squats, deadlifts, bench bench press, like big yeah. compound compound movements. Yeah. Then from from then then on is doing work that's a little bit more specific to the movements in judo or or bjj like mm-hmm. plyometric work being able to jump and uh, be explosive on two legs yeah. on one leg uh any kind of mobility work that yeah. uh where you might have your weaknesses whether it's like rotational yeah. mobility or your sh- shoulder mobility yeah pretty much i mean it's, it's it's hard to say because it's so so much that you can you yeah. can be you can be doing. I would yeah. say step one is just getting a, a baseline of yeah. of strength. Like right. You should should, yeah. should be doing resistance training yeah. in the gym if you're doing grappling. Okay. All right. So let's just say, for instance, you were to design me a program like it's a little more specific to me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm already a super athlete, I'm making a judo, <laughs> but if I want to do some more stuff to prevent injury and stuff, and if you were to design my workout routine, my mobility routine. Like, well, how would you break that up in sort of like a, right? Based on how, you know, how much I train and, you know, on a day-to-day basis, how yeah. would you, what would you say? So you have a pretty complex history of injuries yourself. So that, yeah. that would, that would be kind of the, the meat of it. I already know that you have uh, a lot of knowledge and a deep background yeah. in, in weightlifting. Pretty jacked. Yeah. Sumas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, and anytime you're in the gym and you're doing, uh, you're already doing your normal yeah. normal workouts, setting aside twenty minutes just to work on your uh, on, on your shoulders. So if you're like for you specifically, yeah. you're pretty limited in your in your shoulder shoulder range of motion, and your shoulder's going to get pushed to the to the extreme, especially in BJJ. If you're yeah. doing, like shoulder locked, like full external rotation or full full internal yeah. rotation. So you might be really really strong in a strict bench press yeah. or a strict shoulder press right or dips but in these in these end ranges you might have this steep drop off of your strength once you're in this in this end end range so being able to strengthen through that uh lengthened position and and shortened position for your for your shoulders just to kind of like bulletproof your your joints yeah but there's always a amount of force that can just no matter how strong you're at the end, yeah, of you, just, you can do everything per- yeah. perfectly right, yeah. and then it can just take somebody chopping your knee at the, the yeah. wrong, wrong way, or just a reflex reaction. You put yeah. your put your hand out, or like someone takes yeah. you down, you land on your head in a weird way. Yeah. You can't you can't avoid yeah. everything. Okay, so let's just say the average practitioner, you know, yeah, he's like a green belt or something. White the like brown belt range. Mm-hmm. You know, like never really lifted, kind of strong. Like, what do you think are some basic exercises that should, should be done in the gym? 
like specific exercises or how to uh, program like different different parts so let's of do both training. i think that'll be interesting for the listener so i would say for programming overall just to hit all the different parts of your uh, your training if you already have your judo or and your martial art already already set maybe you're training three three or four times times a week yeah at least two days of uh just strength training resistance yeah. training you should have uh some amount of cardio too because a lot of times in when injuries occur yeah. it's when you're in a state of being being fatigued your reflexes are going to be a little bit a little mm. bit slower they have some some studies about this too like uh in soccer players, the majority of the injuries happen in the in the second half or in the last oh, last quarter. That's, that's when everybody's like yeah. more more fatigued. Yeah. So that's good to know too. If it's like the end of practice, you're feeling like yeah. really really tired, super super fatigued. Yeah. Right. Um, those could be the times then you're a little bit higher risk for uh, for injury. Anecdotally, like the ACL tears that I've seen in the dojo, majority of them happen after you know in the randori phase, like second half of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, so just building up some some cardio on your strength and endurance. Yeah. So you're not constantly in this fatigue state when you're when you're in training. And that's pretty pretty easy easy to do. Just hop on a on a stationary bike, yeah. going out for a ride, going out for for a run. Yeah. Those those uh lower level like lower zones of your heart rate yeah. cardio is uh, a little bit different than what you would be doing in 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 judo, so it's yeah. good to have have both. Yeah. Of, uh low intensity cardio yeah uh strength training and then uh, working on your own weaknesses yeah so that that can be specific like prehab exercises whether it's for your knees for your shoulders for your lower lower back your nice, your neck nice. that's going to be different for yeah. for everyone and if uh if you need to work on your mobility and flexibility yeah. that's uh that would be the last. The last oh, yeah. So, what about high intensity interval training? Do you suggest that you do a lot of sprints? Did yeah, you just run at the uh, nationals. Yeah. yeah, I just came back from masters nationals. Yeah, yeah. fast. Yeah. fast. No, <laughs> <laughs> it seems fast, but out out there in the in the nationals, with all like the fastest guys from 30, 30 yeah. plus, it's just a different different league. I mean, that's all they do. They've been sprinting their whole lives. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I like being out there. I like. Uh, competing against the best nice yeah and they're not trying to rip my head off yeah, they have their own yeah. lane i have my my own lane yeah, they, so, they yeah. really drop right yeah so a lot of it is yeah. just competing against yourself it's nice but yeah high intensity interval training is definitely definitely important because yeah. uh judo can be really intense really really explosive yeah so i think sprint training is really good yeah. good for that and uh olympic weightlifting how much can you really like train to be a certain way? Like for instance, like I'm naturally fast fish to it, fast explore. I've always been mm -hmm. since I was a kid, right? Yeah. But if I want to run a marathon, like it's just not doesn't suit my style, right? Mm -hmm. My body type and things like that. And yeah. You see these guys coming in who are just like long distance, skinny, you know, slow twitch guys. Can they develop a athleticism in like an explosive way? Like how much could you really go the other direction? You know what I mean? You there's you definitely can, but there's a limit. window of yeah. your physiology yeah you know so your the makeup of your yeah. your muscle fibers and the way that you uh, process and metabolize oxygen and getting mm. oxygen to your to your muscles yeah. and your different 
energy systems that you use, you're going to have a window where you kind of fit, whether it's uh, in a in a sprint, like 100, 200 meters yeah. or more of like a, a distance runner. But yeah. because judo already is pretty, pretty explosive, yeah. even if your physiology kind of uh, sets you in this window, window of more yeah. like a distance and endurance athlete, yeah. you still benefit from doing some explosive training because you you need that. It's kind of just uh, a no. part of the sport to be able to go in to, uh, to yeah. a throw fast and take someone down. You know, I heard once, uh, maybe I think you said it or something, the two reasons why people get, you know, uh, injured is asymmetry and then going too hard too soon, right? Not having the proper progressive overload. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I don't, Did I you say that or no? I don't remember that, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 it sounds right. I mean, it's on the... I, mean, I tell people that all the time. Is that wrong? No, it's not. It's not wrong. There's yeah. definitely two, uh, two important, two important things. If you have uh, a major asymmetry, yeah. whether it's uh, directional preference, which way you which way you turn, yeah. or hand handedness, if you're a lot stronger on one one side than the other side. Yeah. Sometimes that happens just from your history of of injury too maybe you had a knee injury way in the past so you developed this kind of compensation yeah. patterns and you might not even notice it because no. this is like your new normal to kind of favor one one side is it, i mean but judo is like asymmetrical right it it's is, like you yeah. one hand is doing one thing one hand is doing that. i'll never forget this canadian judoka he was right-handed and he'd always be pulling people down mm -hmm. his right lat was humongous yeah. His left, he had no left side. Yeah. It was so funny how it was like ridiculous. He was like turning flexes back. It was almost like a, like a show. Like, look at my lat. There would be like one humongous right lat and then the left one was like a no. Yeah. Really no I, feel, I feel that yeah. too. Yeah. Just playing as a lefty, the majority of the people I play against are, are right side and I'm posting with my left hand all the, all yeah. the time here, kind of doing like a, a single arm plank on my left side and pulling over yeah, over yeah, here yeah. into this position for uh, so much of, of yeah. my my rounds. Yeah, and in a performance sense, it's kind of good to have yeah. uh, one side that you're really really strong. Sure. I think you make yeah. this example sometimes too. Is like baseball players or golfers. You know, you don't need to really train the, yeah. the other direction when you're yeah. out there on the on the field. You're going to be hitting. Hitting one one direction. Yeah, they're definitely getting less injured than some of these other combat sports. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. we should all just play golf. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe even tennis. Uh, but tennis yeah. is kind of symmetrically turned one side to the other side. Well, you just serve with one hand more. So the asymmetry maybe it's not true for judo. I guess you know what it no, is. Uh, barbell. There's, there's definitely yeah. some some truth to it. Okay. Let's say you're. Um, you're always rotating one direction, or you're always favoring favoring one one side over over time. Then that's gonna you're gonna get this input to your body that's like a little yeah. bit little bit off. So yeah. then you uh, develop arthritis in a certain joint a little bit little bit earlier, be at more more risk for yeah. certain types of of injuries. In a performance, if you're just thinking about performance, yeah. then it might make sense to like really focus on your main techniques, your main throws, the one yeah. direction that uh, that you move in. Yeah. Uh, for for me, I like to train both both sides, and a lot of the the clients and patients that I that I see, yeah, I feel like they will benefit from doing training in multiple planes, multiple directions, and building up some of the 
weaknesses and addressing imbalances. So what are the most common imbalances you see in or even jujitsu or wrestling or grappling. Uh, one of the main ones is uh, your trunk rotation. Yes. You're always turning to, to one side. Yeah. And that's the same with any kind of racket sports, tennis players, baseball yeah. players, uh, even golfers too. Yeah. It's hard, explosive effort in, yeah. in one, one direction. Yeah. So then, then you can start kind of rotating your, your spine in a, in a certain yeah. way. Your pelvis can get a little bit yeah. uh, rotated in. in you right now, I'm, I'm like kind of sitting like this a little. Yeah, and then my yeah. pelvis is like off centered. Is that so called it, valid problems? Uh, it it definitely can. Right. Let's say your your pelvis is a little rotated, or your, yeah. your spine is turned uh, turned certain certain direction. Yeah, that's all. That's all normal. Like nobody's perfectly yeah, symmetrical. Yeah, but if if that imbalance is pretty extreme, yeah. and then let's say you go to the gym and you're loading up a ton of weight on uh, yeah. on a squat rack and yeah. doing super heavy deadlifts, and you're like a little bit, little bit off, yeah. that can put yeah. um, increased stress to like certain areas of your mm -hmm. of your spine or your vertebrae into your probably hips. Probably why I couldn't deadlift six hundred pounds. Yeah, you probably would have deadlifted seven hundred. Damn. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. All right. So, what do you think is some good advice for some of these people who experience that kind of imbalance? No, actually. Sorry. Let's go back, like common asymmetries. Is it the trunk rotation? Is there yeah. any other ones that are trunk, making a trunk rotation and just uh, lower leg strength too? Yeah. Like your balance and stability on on one one side. Yeah, this, everything happens almost on on yeah. one one leg. It's true, right? Ochigari, yeah. Sonogari. But if you're taking it, you're balancing the other leg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that that too. But every time you're going to have one stance leg and one kind of swinging, swinging leg yeah. for like most, most movements. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. Almost everyone in judo is going to heavily favor, favor one side. Yeah. So that's where a lot of the single leg balance and strengthening exercises come in because most people go to the gym and do, they'll do squats, deadlifts. They'll do maybe bicep curls. Yeah. Bicep curls too. But if we're talking <laughs> about the legs, like leg extensions, like leg leg press, yeah. But just adding in balance exercises, so you're on one leg doing both both sides and single leg strengthening stuff, like single leg deadlifts with a kettlebell or barbell, oh. Bulgarian split squats, yeah, and things like that. So you're nice. uh, just using one one leg, and this will bring to surface some of the uh, the imbalances too. You'll you'll realize that yeah. you know, one leg might be a lot more stable than the other, or one leg might be a lot stronger than the other. Nice. All right. Do you think ice baths work? They, they definitely help for like soreness and inflammation. Yeah. I think the research is kind of, kind of yeah. mixed, right. but, uh, if you like to suffer, then go, yeah. then go for it. Mixed yeah. research. Yeah. What about a nice Robin tuck? Does that work? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, thank you so much for you know telling us a little bit about prehab and uh, preventing yeah, injuries. Uh, absolutely, yeah. we'll have Maybe. to talk about rehab and most common injuries next. You know, stay tuned, guys. Thank you very much. If yeah, you, if we, if we yeah. do another one, then maybe we can go into a little bit more more detail. If uh, if you want to prevent like something something specific like a knee knee rehab or yeah. uh, shoulder shoulder prehab, nice. lower lower back things yeah. like that that are really really common. I think knee and shoulder is probably the most common. Yeah, knee is, knee is definitely a big one.
Thank you very much, guys. Let me know if you guys like this format with the three cameras with Greg producing, then this thing. Greg's going to be on too. Awesome. So.